Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Vibe Center Podcast. This is episode one of our new mini-series, also being announced here, the Meet the Vibe Center series. This is a series that we're going to be doing alongside the main podcast episodes, where we go around to different members of the Vibe Center, see their interests, and also give them a platform to promote anything they're doing, uh, so we can really just help improve the growth of this community that we're trying to build here. Um, so, uh, let me introduce our two guests but not also guests because uh they are also long-term members of the vibe center podcast we're gonna start with daedalus our newest member welcome hello welcome Thank and you. uh Thank comrade you. vibes are hello. uh not newest member <laughs> anyways <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> what was that now uh <laughs> Now, Daedalus, you didn't really get a chance last episode, so uh, introduce yourself, talk about yourself, anything you want, promo if you want, whatever. Uh, it's the floor uh, is yours, the figurative. I, um, I really don't have much to talk about that much, other than, yeah. Come on, you're a new guy, you gotta talk about something. Oh, um, you know, I like space, I play a lot of video games, and... Kerbal Space Program. Come on, do you want this job program. or not, buddy? Oh, I'm so... <laughs> um, <laughs> I might smack my desk sometimes. Let me see your resume. I couldn't tell. Oh, um... <laughs> and I think that's about it. Let's, let's see here, huh? We got... Okay, we got... Goes by goes by Daedalus, the, the the name of a space program that I don't want to talk about. Okay, next up we got uh Um Oh, that's a pretty sad backstory, man. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry that you had to yeah, move away from all your friends like that and just Damn. have to reconcile. Yeah, that it's sad. It, it, it sucked. It sucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's a, that's a true superhero's backstory there, buddy. Don't worry, you'll be Spider Man tomorrow. Damn. Spider-Man number three. Where's the spider? Um, it's uh above you on the ceiling right now. Hey there! It's about to drop on you. <laughs> Good thing it's winter, or 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 it would drop it like it's hot. Now it will drop it like it's cold. Sorry, I just like lunged backwards right when you said it was about to drop. Um. <laughs> Okay, well, well, you got the job, Daedalus, so, uh, uh, uh talk, talk about what you want, bro. Like, uh, like, uh, the SpaceX launch that you were so excited about for, like, hours and wouldn't bug, and kept bugging me while I was trying to play some Genshin and Pac-Man. Oh, really? Okay, um. <clears throat> um. So, SpaceX has tested, launched two of their newest type, well, of, the, of rockets, um, First one was SN8. Other last one was SN9. Um, they SN8 flew up to 12.5 kilometers and had a, a extremely successful mission as well as SN9. They both performed an excellent belly flop maneuver and a crash into the ground. A, yeah. Many people might see the crashes and think that it was unsuccessful, but really, it's, they, they do not, their main goal was not to land, it was to test the 
maneuverability of the craft and transonic, tra like subsonic speeds, I guess. The SpaceX launch was literally the definition of task failed successfully. Exactly. Uh, I mean, most of the launch itself, like the launch and like three fourth of it was good. It was yeah. Just yeah, that final landing part. They got so close, it, but it was it, like they had it successfully. But the landing would be the cherry on the top. Didn't you say that the reason it happened was uh, one of the engines did uh, failed to turn on? For SN eight, it was lack of pressurization. Pressurization in one of the in the the header tank. I'm pretty sure. And then second was SN nine was because the. One engine failed to light. Uh, if like, yeah, I I have no doubt in my mind that if the if it did light, um, it would have landed softly. Yeah, it just got really close. It got really close to. Being it got successful. really close. Hopefully, uh, is it going to be SN ten? SN10, uh, yeah. It will probably be su successful, unless that happens again, but let's hope it does. Which will probably be launching later this month. Let's hope it explodes again, guys! Woo! Yeah, fireworks. Hey. Man, I wish they mm. held one near us. The more they fail, the more they it becomes safer, so that's great. Yeah, yeah that's how that works. Then after that will be SN15. So I'm they're skipping, cool. like, a couple of numbers? Because um they had to make the um very big improvements after SN and oh, okay. so they and like they were already starting to building and then they had the scrap. I'm pretty sure that it's SN fifteen. Um. Well, uh, speaking of uh, uh something that's completely off topic and very unrelated from space and SpaceX and Elon Musk and well. Not unrelated from Elon Musk. Uh, let's talk about gaming, shall we? Since uh, that's what everybody yeah, on, this, on this server does. Um, yeah. What's uh, some of you guys' favorite games? Uh, let's start with Comrade this time. Well, I just got Squad a couple of days ago. Uh, it's been pretty good. It just came out of beta. Sorry. It's been out for a while, though. I don't remember when exactly the game came out. But it seems to be very good. It's one of those realistic shooter games that is based off of modern warfare, kinda. It is. I I've only had it for a couple of days, so I don't have the full experience yet. But experience, it, it definitely has a. No, it's not even close to Fortnite. No, it's, it's not about like the beta thing. Battle. Like uh, oh, they keep the beta in a like a completed state for a while, but they never actually release the game until they do. Yeah. I see here it's it came out in 2015, but it just uh, it just now came out of beta this year. I'm pretty sure, but it is for those people that like very realistic shooter games, mm -hmm. kind of like uh, what's it called? Into uh, Sandstorm. I think. Well, it is like that, but there's a game that I'm thinking of that I can't think of, but it is for those uh that, and it does have a steep learning curve. Which, after a couple of hours of being played, will be. It, I think it'll be rewarding. But uh, the game I was thinking of is Arma. This is a lot like Arma. I honestly, I've heard of Arma, but I've never seen gameplay of it. I don't really know what it's about. Like, I just never really paid attention to it at all. 
it's another one of those like teamwork based realistic like realism shooters uh, again. Honestly, how much out of ten do you give it? Huh? Like, uh, what rating would you give it out of ten? Uh, so far? probably. Well, I haven't. Like I said, I haven't played it too much, but uh, yeah, I would give it a solid like eight out of ten mm, because. Like, it does have a steep learning curve, so it might not be it for everybody, but uh, yeah. I would give it a chance in giving it a higher rating. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's, that's pretty reasonable. Let's uh, move on to Dayless now. Uh, what are some of your favorite games, and uh, what would you rate them? Um, um, so I... Oh, wait a second. So, what I play a lot of Minecraft, Kerbal Space Program, and Persona 4 Golden. I'd give Kerbal Space Program an 8 out of 10. It also has a steep learning curve, but it can be fun. Um, Persona 4 Golden, I'd give a 9 out of 10. Great story, great characters. A, a very. one of my favorite games. And then Minecraft, everyone, a lot of, bo- most people know. It's iconic. It's What's iconic. Minecraft? It is Minecraft. Minecraft. No, 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 like, what is Minecraft? I've never heard of it before. Oh, damn, um. I want to say it's a survival game. Is it that For- Fortnite ripoff? Yeah, okay. it is, actually. Same. Mm. <laughs> I love Fortnite. Isn't it Pixel Gun 3 ripoff, bro? It has, like, the same graphics, but, like, worse. But, yeah, everything's blocks, and it's really it's really weird, because it, like, shouldn't it all be routed? Yes, yes. Yeah. And, uh, uh, finally, out of all of us three, I will, uh, I will take up the stick of, uh, video gaming. So, yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys know this, but I there's just one game that I really, really like to play. And uh, I wonder what this would be. Oh, I wonder no. if it would be any anime, like anime related. No, 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 no. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, a yeah. Genshin Impact. Uh, I, I I can't stop shutting up about it because it's all I play anymore. Uh, it's a it's a open it world. To an addiction. <laughs> Definitely. It's almost as bad as my Dr. Pepper addiction. But, uh... like, just <laughs> it's just It's just depressing at this point. Just, yeah, I know I'm addicted to Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I know I'm addicted to Genshin Impact. I haven't spent thousands of dollars on the game yet, so that's good. I yeah, spent 100, I've... though. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't see spending, like, 5k on a game just to get a character, but, uh... I know people. I've heard of people doing that. It's just really yeah, it, just going it, it too far. Yeah, like I, I, most of my characters that I have, I did get through free to play. But I just spent some money on Ganyu because I like really liked her gameplay style and uh, her her style. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, and- I would say even. In some cases, a hundred dollars might be too much, but uh, yeah, I, it, it's kind of like buying a del- it's kind of like buying a deluxe version of a game. You know, like you know you don't need it, you know you don't need the cosmetics, and like you you know you don't even need to spend like eighty dollars for like the like the day one edition or something. But you just kind of want to because you love a game so much that you want to support it a little bit more. You know, and, and this is we learned this from Fortnite, didn't we? 
Yeah, like, we played way too much Fortnite back in the day, and that probably wasn't great, but I, I still look back somewhat fondly on playing Fortnite back in those days, because... It, it was great really... before it got popular. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, once it got now popular... Now I went back to it, and it sucks. Yeah, I... It might be controversial. I can enjoy it, as, like, sometimes, but it's just not as enjoyable as I'd like it to be. But, uh, overall, I'll stop uh taking up your your time slots here uh genshin impact i'll give it a 9 out of 10 uh 10 out of 10 on the game overall because i i do feel like it's it's close oh not right now perfect but it is close to perfect and it and i would rate it a 10 out of 10 if not for the gotcha system that plagues the game uh but apart from that like i recommend it to anybody who either likes open world rpgs or really likes anime and having uh anime characters in your party anyways yeah so you want to talk about the future of gaming yeah it looks like uh dayless might not be here right now yeah uh, he had to go do something he had to depart so uh, what do you think would be the future of gaming personally i would think it would be vr same, it seems like a lot of things it seems like a lot of game developers a lot of i mean the technology is getting more advanced yeah that's just the next big thing it seems like mm-hmm. and it's getting cheaper so more uh-huh. people will be able to afford it in the future uh-huh. I, I mean getting a VR headset a year ago would have been a tall order because they were backlogged and also they were just really expensive but you get like the bet you can get the best standalone headset right now for three hundred dollars and if you want more storage, $400. And there's some add-ons I can get, but you can literally get that, and you'll have plenty of free games to play on it if you want. And even you can even get, like, a cable and stuff to connect to your PC. You got even more free games. Like, I think, I think just the application of VR and what we've seen it can do, like, in shows, and spe- more specifically, like, in anime series that have really delved into VR, like... Uh, you know, the classic Sword Art Online, or something more recent, like, um, Bofurry, Infinite Dendrogram, those kind of things. Like, we see that a game like this would probably be popular, and we see how it would be implemented, and it looks extremely inviting and fun to, like, think of, of a, like, full, and not even just the level of VR we have now, but a full-dive virtual reality. Do you know what that is? Uh... Full dive, virtual reality. Feels like maybe you can feel and touch everything. I, I don't yeah, know. it's where... So the concept is that it kind of puts you into a dream state almost. Where it inputs images to your brain. Like in a dream state. So you don't feel anything like externally. And it kind of just converts everything into a dream state in your head. Where you feel, you touch, you see. And honestly, they could probably make this stuff like single player stuff. In maybe 10 years, they could probably do full dive stuff. But the hard part of it probably is getting it to work online. Because you have to send all those brain waves that's getting sent out of your head. Like, out. You have to have a computer almost like hijack into your brain. And just the politics of that would be uh, not very uh, moral to a lot of people. But Well, I would say we're already like more than a half a step there because i've seen youtubers specifically hey i'm b i'm pretty sure it was they they have 
VR setups that have receptors like on their body that whenever you get touched in VR, yeah. you can feel where they are touching you. We are so starting... it is already getting that advanced. We're starting to in technology. Like maybe like a year or two ago, we were really starting to understand how to get feeling out of a VR game and really program sound in a, a 3D space and that kind of stuff. But even just like this year, um, mind control in VR, you can now think with your mind and control VR. It's very prototype, but it works. It works somewhat consistently from what I've heard. And it, it seems that the future that we see in these movies, and like, okay, so back to the future, right? They predict by 2015, we'd have a hoverboards and Velcro sneakers that like Velcro themselves. I mean, that obviously didn't happen. That it didn't happen, but just, uh, I think we're finally starting to see that these scientific achievements uh, that we see in all this media is possible in the near future. We had to do a quick cut because of some technical issues. Now we'll be right back on track. Forgot to unmute my mic in OBS. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we had a little bit of a problem and, uh, we're, we're back now, but, uh, yeah, so we were on the topic of future of gaming. I think we were talking about uh, where things will go with VR in the future. I think all of this technology will... It, it's expensive now, obviously, but I think it will get less expensive over time. Yeah, the trend... Yeah, will be way more... <laughs> I, I think it will be way more popular, and we will be able to use VR for like way different, more uses to advance human like advancement in general like Advanced maybe you can use vr yeah you can use vr maybe for the military or like health field like i know people there were people getting like surgery from like countries like thousands of miles away with like vr i'm pretty sure yes. and you can use we can use that technology for our advantage really so like this is something completely like separate in a way but not separate sorry so, like, in Sword Online, like, what you said about the medical applications, this is a slight spoiler, but it's not going to spoil any story plot points. In the second half of the second season, in the second arc, uh, in the Mother's Rosario arc, we see applications of a VR device being used as almost like terminal treatment, you know? Like, when you have a terminal illness, there's no cure. It's a device that heals your brain almost and just kind of slows down your death and allows you to enjoy what you always wanted to enjoy in your life and yeah. i think uh gaming in general is heading towards that place where it's not just for some people to play when they get home anymore or it's not just for kids or anything it's it's a platform it's, a it's yeah it's a it's a distraction from the cruel somewhat cruel world that we live in and the just a place to escape from everything and I feel like a lot of people people knew that now in the in the quarantine that we are in. Yeah, yeah the quarantine yeah. really showed the world what gaming can do with Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal, and who knows how many mobile games they've made over the quarantine. Rage Catalyst. Yeah. <laughs> Which will never sponsor anything related to me or this podcast. I will never accept yeah. a sponsor request from Rage Shadow Legends. I mean, hit me up. You say that, and now it's gonna happen. Sponsored by Rates? No. Look, no, we are not. We are not. I love money, Sponsored by the Vibe Center. Personally, 
like as an overseer of this project and on my own personal like things as well if i'm gonna get sponsored by a company or something i want it to be something that i wholeheartedly support and believe in and i don't want to i wouldn't want to sell something to listeners or viewers that i personally didn't think was going to be good pers like my own yeah uh but uh yeah Anyways, uh, Dayless, it, you left right before we started talking about the future of gaming. What's your stance on that? Yeah, I think it's gonna, consoles are gonna be, like, relevant for a bit, but will slowly become irrelevant, and it being more shifted to, um, PC and VR. Yeah, there is the KFC console, if you ever heard of that. I honestly... I... Yeah. I have seen... I've heard about that, but I haven't seen it. Uh, so KFC uh, is working with Cooler Master to make a console that I think they said that it can be powered by an i9 Intel processor, but it can also yeah. chicken. You can fry your chicken while you are playing, yeah. and you could use like oh my god, you could use like the heat from your CPU. I don't think right. it's the heat entirely from the CPU because uh, I don't yeah. think that would get hot enough, but uh, yeah. It won't get high enough, but I think it is like a good, like probably like maybe five percent of the temperature from that could be used. But I think the combination of having that cool and unique feature and the processing power of the i9 possibly in that console that would be very cool to see. Yeah, I think though. As, as, like, weird as this sounds, I feel like it will be, I think the way how the chicken, like, you can also fry the chicken with it, it's gonna be a, it's, it's gonna make a stir. <laughs> Just if, a little bit. If I can't yeah. play, uh, Halo and cook some chicken tendies in my KFC console at the same time, I'm not buying it, bro. Well, I think... Halo is an Xbox exclusive, so they'd have but to But it's on it PC, out. right? It, it, it would be like a console that was made that on PC, Xbox. right? It's like through Xbox and Microsoft, right? On PC. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, you can download it on the Microsoft Store? I don't oh, even Halo. know what's happening. I thought you were anymore. talking about the KFC console. Yeah, yeah. I heard talking about Halo. Oh, well, yeah, it's available on the Microsoft Store, Xbox, and uh, uh, the, the actual like Xbox platforms. Hey, we we're not we're not advertising for Microsoft or Halo, by the way. <laughs> not yet. I mean, I could use a free um, Windows um, license. <laughs> yeah, you true. still haven't activated. <laughs> huh? I still am not activated Windows. That's it. It's been since oh, September. You're gonna have that activate Windows now, uh, embedded onto your forehead for the rest of your life. Yeah. Damn. My, I will have, I will have a hit placed on me until I activate Windows. <laughs> they will be out for my head. Personally placed on you by me. Yeah. yeah. I'll hold him down, don't worry. <laughs> well, anyways. Well, I guess it'll be easy then. Uh, it seems like our time is up for episode uh, three slash four. <laughs> Because I'm not, I don't remember. I think it's it's three, right? Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's been I a while. Had, yeah, it, it's been a while. Um, but hopefully with this uh, mini series we're starting, you'll see a lot more Vibe Center podcast episodes coming out. Uh, the pot, the 
The Five Center Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or really anywhere you can watch a podcast, as well as video versions available on YouTube. Uh, at some point, we might introduce on-camera like camera podcasts, and even potentially in-life recording once this COVID thing's over, if it does last that long. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, expect new guests, expect uh, new length, expect new things, and uh, if you want to participate, make sure to head into the description or the bio page for the podcast wherever you're watching it and join the vibe center uh and to get in you can participate in events sign up on the google form or try to get lucky with the in the draw that we will be holding every once in a while to uh secure you a spot in the podcast anyway thank you guys for coming to episode three slash four and uh we'll see you guys in episode four slash five Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. Bye.